It's time for another episode of The Father's Truth. The show where real men band together, stand up for father's rights, and bring the father's truth out of the darkness. Of the darkness. Out of the darkness and into the light, giving fathers a voice everywhere. A broadcast brought to you by the Fathers Lives Matter Network. Here's your host. Here's your host. Alan Donovan. Alan Donovan. All right, everybody. I am Alan Donovan, and this is the Father's Truth. How is everybody doing today? Happy Father's Day. So I wanted to come on and do a Father's Day special, just kind of talking about fathers and Father's Day and, you know, open up the lines to anybody who wants to come on and talk. All right. So I'm going to open the lines and if you want to come on for a minute or two and just kind of say something, you're more than welcome to. But we're going to talk about Father's Day. What do you guys know about Father's Day. Before I became a father, there wasn't much that I knew about it other than, you know, it was a holiday. So the first Father's Day was celebrated June 19th, 1910 in the state of Washington. Robin, if you're up for it, let's get you in. Oh, we've got somebody coming on in. Let's see who it is. All right, we're just waiting. Let's see. All right. Welcome to the Father's Truth. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Alan? Doing good, man. What's going on today? Happy Father's Day, hey, brother. Happy Father's Day to you, too. Yes, sir. I didn't know I was going to join just like that, but I'm in. Huh? You're in. Okay. You're first one off yeah. the bat, man. <laughs> All right. Came off the bench, coach. Uh, <laughs> I, I, How's it going? It's going good, man. It's going good. Another Father's Day in the book. Just uh, doing something for you guys, giving you guys the opportunity to come on, give a shout out, whatever you'd like to do. You got a couple of minutes. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I give a shout out to my children, uh, Gamble and Jackson. Uh, I've been fighting for them uh, on paper since 2018. Uh, tried to go the kind of the civil route about a year before. Uh, had priors, uh, a past history of addiction, uh, so I had you know substance abuse issues. Um, uh, I had the challenge of, uh, hey, I want to see my children now that I've completed uh, treatment. Um, and they were like, you still got warrants. You come around here, I'm calling the police uh, kind of situation. So I had to, you know, face the music, uh, do my time. Uh, but even after bonding out, I started filing paperwork. Um, even before, I knew I unfortunately had to go to prison for 19 months. And, uh, but it's still been about, it's been about 20 months still since I've been out of prison and I still have not seen my children. And, um, you know, it's been rough. Yeah. And the, the fight's been tough, man. Um, but yeah, I would like to give a shout out to all your guys, man. And my children, Gamble and Jackson, love you guys. And sorry, I'm getting emotional. Nope. You know, um, don't apologize, man. Don't apologize. But, Let it out. Yes. <clears throat> It's tough, man. You know, I, I do see a broken system. Uh, I've unfortunately been having to fight 
in two different states that I don't even live in. And, uh, you know, I've seen the corrupt of the corrupt, man. You know, I literally walked in courtrooms and I feel like uh, they try to tell me one plus one equals three. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's I'm baffled, you know. Um, I, I just hate it for guys. I hate to see guys, you know, take their lives and, But, you know, time's coming. You know, God's on my side, I believe. You know, my faith and, and stuff, and it's going to happen. You know, it's, it's going to happen. Um, I've already gotten through uh, words about my kids asking about me. So, you know, yeah. it's happening. It seems always happen. They come to them. But, you know, those times, man, you get to a, a point to our age in, in life, I feel I'm almost 40. I'll be 39 in, on 7-Eleven, and I feel like, uh, you know, now that I've gotten – clean and I've straightened my act and I've done these things that society and everybody's asked of me to do and and the only people that's uh, not moving on are the ones that hold bitterness and yeah. resentment in their hearts towards me yeah you know and that that's the thing you can't change how they're gonna act you know you can only change yourself and you've done you've done the work you've made the step of getting sober you know and that's a huge thing and you know my hats off to you for being able to get sober um, you know, you've done your time and you've come out a better person. And I th think, uh, I think we might've lost him there. Um, so go ahead and, uh, DM me and we'll try and get you on the show at another time. Yep. We lost him, unfortunately. All right, guys. So going back to it, uh, if you want to come on, come on, on Robin, you're up next. We'll get you on in here. So father's day. First Father's Day was celebrated in 1910 in the state of Washington. However, it was not until 1972, 58 years after President Woodrow Wilson made Mother's Day official, that it became an official holiday. Hey, who am I talking with? Hey, How are you doing up, today? Alan, my name's Robin, man. I've been following you for a while now. And, you know, you put, you know, a lot of faith in me. I went through the court system. Um, I have my boy now on Father's <laughs> Day, you know. That's great, brother. God and I just want to give all those fathers out there like a little bit of uh, words of encouragement, man. man. Don't stop fighting for your kids, man. I know it's a corrupt system, and I've had 50-50 with my son for about two years. I raised him as a newborn and going in and out of the courtroom, and finally, you know, the court had to choose like a, a side, and they played, you know, my ex, she knew the whole loopholes. You know, her yeah. mom had like five baby daddies. Uh Sorry. Oh, man. So she was well aware of how so she, it worked and what to she do. She knew how to, like, yeah. get, you know, full, you know, not full custody. Now it's like 60, 40, 70, 30 at times. But I'm not going to stop fighting even now, you know. Um, you know, just document everything. Keep everything, you know, because they'll get you. A, they'll find your weakness and they'll yep. attack it. You yep, know? and they'll twist it. They'll oh twist it big time. Gosh. Man, the way they twisted my words, it's like my whole thing was like, the only thing the judge could tell me was like, you need to be better at communicating. But my thing was, <laughs> anytime I communicate, it's used against me, mm -hmm. you know? So, yep. you know, I, I, now I, now I know I, what I need to do and stay diligent, man, stay on your toes and just be careful. Cause these women, they know the game, man. That's it. That's exactly it. That's what it's all about. You know, I've said this many, many times and, you know, I think I say this just about every show, you know, I think that they have a playbook. That they just pass around each other because every situation is pretty much a carbon copy of another situation. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if there's some shit on the dark web going around where these women <laughs> find these forums and they're like, "Hey, this is what you do." You just have to 
pay attention also to their background because yeah you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and if and mom's a certain way if their mom's a certain way chances my, are they're going to be that way sadly for me you know my my ex you know she was uh criminal justice major so uh, she went to school just uh, to, <laughs> okay so know. she 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 did some studying she knew what was up she was going out but you know when you do have your kids and you know everything goes according to plan and stuff like that just show them love and yep. don't let that consume it you know like your time with them because that's what they want they want to ruin any time you have with your kids and make the best of it and then later on when they're not with you then you need to start writing down your playbook us men we need to come together and write our own playbook yep. right and that's what absolutely your, your platform man i love what you're doing and Sometimes I feel like I'm going crazy and then I see you post and I see people's <laughs> comments and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're very much not alone. And you know, when I was going through it, when I first started this whole thing and I was going through it, I had this under, or I had this misconception that it was just me that was dealing with all this shit. And then I got in and started doing this and I was like, wow, there are millions of other guys that are dealing with the exact same thing I'm dealing with. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, beautiful platform to have man i just thank you for what you do for all of us and keep it up man like, always always well you know i say it's my honor to give you guys a voice to have your story heard because we deserve that you guys deserve to have your story told and your voice heard so we're silent unless yes. you're paying tens of thousands of dollars that's the only way you can get your voice heard yep you know absolutely it, you know that's what happened to me you know the, the first thing was um you know, they'll, they'll do an order and ask questions after, mm -hmm. you know? And, Shoot first, ask later. That's, that's, that's what it's all about, man. That's just like the craziest thing, man. Like, and then later on, they find out they're wrong. And at that time, you really lost so much significant time with your child, you know? Yep. And, you know, it's just crazy. Like, if a guy tries to do it, you know, you know the whole story, yep. man. And like I, I said, I want to come <laughs> on here and tell you. I could go on forever, man. But sadly, some people don't have those resources. And I use up a lot of my resources just to get what I have now, just to be involved, yeah. you know? And I've never had a history of, you know, things, you know, I've always been like involved since, you know, he, since I raised my son since he was a newborn, you know? Um, I woke up every two hours, did all that. And even when we went to court and we were showing this to the judge, the only thing that she can say is, even the, the judge was like, you know, Mr. Madrigal, we would have given you primary, but given that there was no set custodial order before all this happened you know um we're gonna have to go with this because mother has this but it's like dude mom has medical out there yep. has well has my son on welfare has all these things and i'm like if you can't afford to be a mother yeah mom doesn't bring any money to the table dude that's what it is you bring all the money to the table through paying for your child support all the filing fees all the lawyer stuff all that stuff so it does the court no good if they give you custody that's it's, that's money out of their pocket literally it's the ugliest saddest hurtful truth that's out there and it's just they're on cahoots yep. man even i love my attorney and she fought for me hard but at the end of the day man they all you know I, the one thing that the, the her attorney my attorney told each other at the end was it was a pleasure working yeah. with you you know what i'm saying they're all they're all part of the same bullshit team man dude, it's it's a, dude have you ever watched professional wrestling Oh, okay. Yeah. Like WWF, man, you get stone cold against the rock and you know, go, they're going out there and they hate each other on camera, but when they're not on camera, they're buddies. Yeah. They're going out to, 
It's the same thing with lawyers. It's the same thing with the legal system. But I got to get running, brother. Thank you for stopping on. Happy Father's so Day. Happy All Father's right, man. Day, man. Keep up the fight, brother. Always. Take care. All right, guys. So that was Robin. We got another space open. And real quick here, let me go back into this. So the first actual day um, to celebrate Father's Day was June 19th, 1910 in the state of Washington. It was not until 58 years later, 1972, that President Woodrow Wilson. Oh, no, that's Mother's Day. Hold on a second here. We don't want to talk about Mother's Day right now. We're talking about Father's Day here. Let me go back down here. Oh, let's see here. Do, do, do. Okay, Father's Day. First, okay, so Father's Day was June 19th, 1910, state of Washington. It was not until 1972, 58 years after President Woodrow Wilson made Mother's Day official. That's when it officially became a holiday. So that's, that's kind of crazy. They say Mother's Day was the inspiration for Father's Day, but Mother's Day was celebrated way earlier. Uh, that's crazy. But that is what it is, um, you know. So the campaign to celebrate the nation's fathers did not meet with the same enthusiasm as Mother's Day did. It was explained as one forest explained fathers haven't the same sentimental appeal that mothers have. Okay, interesting. All right, guys, I got a spot open if somebody wants to jump on here. All right, right, guy. Let's get you in here real quick, brother. Just a moment here. Got the next one up for bat. How you doing? Brother. Uh, hey, brother. Happy Father's Day. How are you? Happy Father's Day to you too, sir. Thank you. Thank you. How's things going? Oh, it's a rough day. It's almost like you want to get through the whole day and then make the calls to the dads later on, you know, because you yep. have, have to respect to. And then even when you got to reach out to your uncles and recognize their their plot and pain in between you know your d divorces and going through all that because there's not one person here probably doesn't have a divorced parent yep or i'm a product of divorce you know i went down that road how, how much what is the what is the divorce right now in this country mm, it's like 70 or 80 percent something like that oh, ridiculous like we take out god we take out the lord we take out all the lead roles of the men and then it goes it just doesn't seem like it's it's working though well let's actually let's take a look and see what the divorce rate in america is right now so so right now it's saying that one out of every six people will be divorced in their life Let's see. But you have to include both both um, races, so people wouldn't make a difference because one or the other is going to be. You're you should divide that in half if it was person, because no, yeah. right? I mean, so so this side is saying seventy three percent of all marriages end in divorce in twenty twenty three. Hi, Susan. Yeah. So, so you, I mean, do you go out through life or out in the community and see? Because only a lot of people keep stuff secret. And, like, I don't even find out. I found out today, walking to somebody's house that I knew and talked to them, and they said, yeah, the same thing you're going through, my my son went through. Yep. Or, or you go talk to somebody else, and then the same thing, and it's, it's just becoming a story between men that we're not, not 
we're not telling you know the other women about or or, or vice versa and that and, you know the situation is saying okay well that's something that somebody has to take on by themselves or on their own and, and you can't even really talk about it with the churches because the churches don't really um go that route yeah churches don't give a shit you know i got yeah, into a i got into a huge argument well not really a huge argument it's kind of a blasé argument with someone who's been following me for a long time because i posted last night about whether or not a preacher would if there was any pastors that would address the issue on father's day as for as single mothers allowing time with kids and I said, hell no. You know, it's the ratio is going to be the same as leprechauns to unicorns. You know, it's not going to happen because the church system is a for-profit model. And it really pissed somebody off, like, like big time. And I'm sorry, but the church doesn't care. The modern Christian church does not care about fathers. I hear you. I'm, I'm a Christian. I, 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 I've, seen, I've seen it firsthand. You know, when, when my son's mother died, I took you know, basically the grandmothers and the kids into the church. And I was crying. I lost my, you know, my mind. I just yep. relocated and I had no family and I'm part of the, you know, the, the morning, you know, what they're doing. I go to the corner because I, you know, this is out of the service. The, what they're doing in churches now, they throw up advertisement acting of videos explaining going into Christ, but they're using not local people and they're selling this media to the church. So the guy who, you know, basically did the display and talking about, you know, his way of Christ and this and that, it was an advertisement. And then later on, as I said, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm crying. I'm like, I need to go see the VA. I need to get some pills and just kind of get me on the level and, and cut off the pain because it was so, it was so unbearable. And then uh, the guy said, he goes like this, he goes, he passed me on the bag and goes, whatever. And he walks yep. away. And then yep. another preacher comes to the house and says, it's not right for this father to stay in the house with his child. Yeah. You know, and that, that's when I, I got kicked out. They said, oh, sign over your kid. Sign the dotted line. Oh, yeah, it's for money. And next thing you know, you have no control of the funds. And then the funds are developed by the guardian. Before you know it, you have no say into your own son's account. Yeah. If they that's... keep it separate. Because they keep, you would think family law would keep, everything surrounding the kid as one venue they don't do that though they said okay well you can talk about the money in a different trial which is separate than custody and i says well the, if given forehand if they had assets through the divorce and they took it before the other person could or locked themselves out of account before you know it you're tumbling backwards and and, and you're going to be facing somebody who has Hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. You know, somebody comes. That's I. I just why I don't believe in the family court system being a way of one judge who doesn't necessarily know anything about kids. There's no background in, uh, let's say, the raising of children, or not saying the raising of children, but say doesn't have a background in psychology. Anything that you know the the rehabilitation of autistic kids. There's no specialty to towards the kids might've been like a DA or might've been a cop or who, who names, who names it. Yeah. And they have no, ex, you know, ex, like I'd say no extincts, no knowledge or wisdom on the family unit. If you do one thing or the other. 
Yep. Nope. I absolutely agree with you, Ryan, but I got to move on because I got some other people waiting to get in, but we will get back together and we'll get you on for your next episode. Okay, brother? Hey, later, buddy. Happy Father's, Happy Father's Day. Day. Okay, Susan, you are up next. All right, so the campaign to celebrate Father's Day, as we were talking about, did not have the same enthusiasm as what they figured. Mother, Susan, how hey, are you doing? How are you? Wow, I just stumbled onto this, and I love what I'm hearing. I'm a divorce coach and a long-time oh, private investigator. Yes, I'm a high-conflict divorce coach with a specialty in parental alienation. Hey, I just see one of my buddies. I'm pinging people in. Okay, I'm okay. Just telling you perfect. Now, okay, perfect. Um, and so I've been a divorce coach for a decade. I've been a long-time private investigator over half a million cases. I was corporate investigator. Okay. okay. I testified a lot in court. A lot of experience with judges and lawyers. I love lawyers, as a matter of fact, because here's the thing, guys. I want everybody to know. Judges really do know what's going on. It is your, it's what you have to do. Oh my gosh. Time podcaster, you haven't seen your, ugh, I hate hearing that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. Anyway, because I do specialize in parental alienation, which is a horrible thing to do with children. And as you probably know, they're now trying to ban this term. They're trying to get yeah, it so that it's not legal in the court system. And guys, let me tell you something. We were just on the precipice of having judges say the term. And mm -hmm. I've heard judges. You know, I tell my clients, don't you dare say parental alienation in court. But demonstrate or or state what's happening. And I have seen it and heard it where judges will just say, I'm going to stop you right there. You're alienating this child from the mother or you're alienating the child from the father. They get their hand slapped. If it's made illegal to say this term, because there's a whole movement no. of naysayers who call dads abusers. I want to just tell everybody right here, if my clients are men and they are not abusers, they are the sweetest, kindest, most loving men, I would leave and I would leave my own, my children are friends, but I would leave my children <laughs> when they were babies with these men. They are not abused. Well, you know, and, and for, um, okay, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and, and I tell people, I've been doing this, fire. I've been doing this for almost a decade and I've worked with, God, I don't even know how many fathers now, thousands of fathers, not only in the United States, but around the world. Me too, yeah. And in the time I've been doing this, I've only encountered one, two guys that were quote unquote deadbeat dads. The rest of these guys, they just wanted to be in their father's lives or in their children's lives. Children's That's all lives. that they wanted. And, you know, somebody said to me this weekend, so Susan, what are you doing for fun? You're hanging out with family and friends. And I said, you know, every holiday I work, holiday weekends I work because as you know, I don't have to tell you, yep. you've been doing this a decade. Guess when this ramps up? Father's right Day. How many Father's dads Day. are not seeing their kids? I mean, come on. I have a client who wanted to take her child away this weekend. And I said, hey, you're not going to do it. Not taking the child away on Father's Day. Yeah, but it's my time. I go, I don't care what time it is. No. It's a bad optic. <laughs> like, you don't want to have to explain to a judge why you're doing this. Yep. Okay? Mother's Day, Father's Day, Mother's Birthday, Father's Birthday are sacred territory. Guys, cut it the hell out. And... <laughs> I have to tell you, dads are important. Like my dad's passed, right? It's Father's Day. I get up in the morning. First thing I think about is my dad. I didn't have a good dad. I had an amazing dad, <laughs> a fabulous dad. When he had the three of us, evolution didn't matter to him anymore because he believed that the sun rose and set for his three daughters and tried to convince him that it was really science. <laughs> he would argue that, okay? 
and all these dads are the same way. Yeah. You know, they just, they don't just love their kids. They adore their kids. So I have clients, I have clients today who are seeing their kids, but I also have a meta who aren't. And my yeah. heart goes out to the ones who aren't. So thank you for doing this. Absolutely. I really do appreciate this. Absolutely. This and, and Susan, send me a DM. I'd love to get you on the full podcast where we could sit down for an episode and dwell into okay. what you do. Because one of the things I want to do is because I focus so heavily on fathers and everything that they're going through. I'd like to, I want to kind of step out of that and focus on somebody who is, you know, the third or second set of eyes looking in on it. They can help fathers. So I'd love to get you on the show if you're well, up for you. it. Thank you. And of course, and I'll DM you. And the other thing too, that I just want to kind of, because I mm -hmm. may have other people who, who want to chat. Um, but um, there's a lot of articles about fatherless daughters. Okay, guys. Yep. You know, daddy should be your first boyfriend. And I don't mean as a dumb kid say, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Where you, where you dance and, the, you know, she's got her feet on your shoes and she's three and she's five and she's 12 and she's 16. Well, because you should be your daughter's first love, basically, my father is what you're saying. Still my love is yep. gone. He's been gone since I was 19 and I'm 20. Okay. But, <laughs> but, um, but he's been gone a long time. And, you know, there's, there's so many studies. There's studies. So ladies, if you want your, your daughters to have healthy relationships, let them be with daddy. If he's a good guy. Now look, if he's a bad yep. guy, I get it. If he's a bad guy. Um, and the same thing with guys. Let, let, let your daughters and sons have their mom. Hate them Needs, all they, you want. Kids need both. Hate them all, yeah, hate them all yep. you want. You go in the bathroom, do a voodoo, hate the person, just talk smack about them with your friends. But the relationship that they have with the parent is different than yours. So all my dads who I'm working with are seeing their kids today, except for one, because it's been an 11 year, 11 years. Okay, 11 years. I hate to hear years. that. Dad, dad took a, an Easter card to her and the mom and she, because she's now in her 20s, um, took him to court and got a protective order. Mm, dang. For an Easter card. Guys, do you, men, do you know... Um, somebody's saying is she if she is a good mom i don't know what that means but that's for you to I, I i so I, I think that's in reference to you know fathers allowing their children to be or spend time with the mom and he's saying if she is a good mom yeah yeah but you know what i say to that i would give everything and anything for my dad to give me an easter card he's no longer with us to go to court against your dad because he brought yeah. you an easter card it's pretty spiteful. That well, and when she went to court, guess who's sitting there with her mom? Yeah, where that, that's coming from. Pulling okay, the well, strings. thanks for doing what you're doing. I'm going to jump up. I'm still hanging. Yep. But <laughs> well, send send me a DM, and we'll talk offline, and we'll schedule a time to get you on for the full Obvious. show. Okay, everybody, happy Father's Day. All right, thank you, Susan. Okay. All right, guys. So that was Susan. So yeah, I have another open spot. So in July 5th, 1908, a West Virginia church sponsored the nation's first event explicitly in honor of fathers. A Sunday sermon in memory of the 362 men had died that had died the previous December's explosion at the Fairmont Coal Company mines in Monaga. But it was a one-time commemoration and not an annual holiday. So basically that was the impetus for Father's Day. All right, let's see who we got coming in here. TME Podcaster, you are up. 
TMA Podcaster, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm doing good, thank you. I'm doing good. How are you Welcome. guys doing? Doing good, man. Where are you from? Well, um, from the UK originally, and I uh, moved to uh, sunny Ohio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what what brought you from the UK to Ohio of all places? Yeah, well, depends on how much time you got. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got about it. I got about a minute and a half. No, nah, I'm joking. Um, no, it's uh, it, you know, I've, I've had a you know bit of a long uh, process getting to where I am now, but yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, I would say it's a lot better than it was before, and the reason for that is because of trying to find strength, not just for myself, but also advocating for other fathers who have gone through what I've gone through, hence where the TME podcaster was born, just like yourself, you know, you're helping uh, and empowering fathers out there, and I, I really appreciate what you do, so that's why when I saw this live, when I saw this live, I thought, man, I had to. I have to join because you were talking to uh, the other Farouk. I'm, I'm the Farouk oh, yeah. from Ohio. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So he, he told me about you. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get into that definitely. Perfect. Uh, and that's what we do. What you know, like I run a, fr a Friday night show. I'm not going to plug too much of nope. what I do because this is no. Your, feel feel is free to plug. Okay, no, well. feel free to plug your show. <laughs> feel free because because well, here's the thing. Here's okay. the thing. We both have shows. And we're we're both kind of doing the similar thing, but the more people that we can get talking yeah. about this, yeah. the better off we are because that's the only way the momentum's yeah. gonna change. So plug exactly. yourself, please. So I mean, basically, the show that I run, it's a weekly uh, support group for men, and what we do is we we just basically hang out, we talk about you know maybe something's going on, we might do like a poetry jam, we might just bring a piece, you know that something that's going on in their heads at the time or whatever, you know, anything that you can bring uh, to that group uh, to share with others. Uh, and even if it's something really like you want to take off your, your chest or, you know, your shoulders, you feel like your whole, the whole weight of the world is on your shoulders because of what's going on. Uh, for, for myself, long story short, um, I, I went through a divorce in 2014. Um, I'm my son, you know, obviously I've, I've not had much contact with him. Uh, it was very tough. It was, it's like basically fathers out there know what I'm talking about. Uh, when you don't suddenly lose contact with someone that you were there since their first breath, you know, that they took on this earth. Uh, and you basically, you know, to a point where I would sleep next to his cot. That's how much mm -hmm. I was so, you know, like into fatherhood, you know, and uh, it, you know, the worst thing for what happened with me is um, I wasn't actually at fault of the marriage breaking down. It was uh, the mother, she had an affair. And, um, you know, and basically when I when I said I'm going to leave, when I made that choice, everything basically it was like, right, I'm going to the solicitor. You yep. think you can leave me, you know, even though she messed up, right? Yeah. You know, I have heard took, that. Took I have heard yeah. that time and time again yeah. from so many different fathers. Where when you're together, yeah, you are an amazing person. You're great. Oh, yeah. But as soon as you decide, okay, I want to move on, you become the biggest piece of shit in the world. Exactly. Yeah, and that's it. You know, I went through the same thing, false accusations, all that. You know, whatever. Um, and now, like. I hardly speak to my son, you know, the, the, even though there's an order in place, I just thought, you know what, 
I'm done with this because the UK courts, I don't know what it's like in the US, it's but they don't pretty care. Shitty. They don't care. They don't yeah. really seriously. If God forbid fathers went against a court order or something in the court order, you're screwed. But if you when it, when it comes to the mothers, you know, it's like, hey, no, 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 no. I I am letting him speak. I am, and then suddenly they go back to their own little vicious, you know, uh, evil traits. And that's it. Right now, you know, it's Father's Day. I sent my son a message. And basically, my advice to anyone out there who is going through this, you cannot show to the other, uh, to the other parent, uh, to the mother, especially in the, my situation, do not show them that you're in any sort of pain. Do not show them that no. you are missing your children. Do not even show an ounce of emotion. Because if you do that, they will use that. They will use that as... It's like bait. They love it. Yeah. They love to see us suffer. So what we do instead, we basically help each other out. We help fathers out. We be a strength for each other. And when we do message out to our sons or daughters or whoever, we make sure that it's all positive. Everything is positive. You know, that's what we have to do. So even even if even if we are tired, even if we have sleepless nights, even if we feel like we've lost all hope. You know what? We've got to keep, keep being a strength for each other. So again, I want to thank you for everything that you do. Absolutely. It's people, it's people like you, you know, who have given us strength. You know, I just got to know you, you know, recently got to know you. I've looked at some of your videos, etc. You know, I'd love to be on your show one day, you know, whenever, whenever uh, you see fit. But yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate you. I Absolutely. Really and, and, and thank you. And I appreciate you for what you're doing over there across the pond. You know, oh, and yeah. I would love to have you on. Let's connect. Send me a DM. I will Send do. me a DM when you get off here and I'll message you back and we'll, we'll set up a time to get you on the show because I would awesome. love to hear more. And I would love to come check out what you're doing on Friday night. Let me know how thank I you. can be a part of that. Hey, that would be awesome. I'd love to have you on the show. Thank you. Hey, guys, stay strong, guys. Fathers out there, stay strong. You can do this. All right. Peace. All right, brother. Thank you very <laughs> much. All right. See you guys. All right, guys. So we have another open spot. If you want to come on for a couple minutes and talk about whatever, you know, give a shout out, you know, get something off your chest, talk about how you miss your kids, whatever you'd like to do. The lines are open. So getting back to Father's Day and everything, um, we were just talking about how in 1908, a West Virginia church sponsored the nation's first event explicitly for fathers. The next year after that, in Spokane, Washington, a woman named Sonora Smart Dodd, one of six children raised by a widower, tried to establish an official equivalent to Mother's Day for male parents, so for fathers. She went to local churches, the YMCA, shopkeepers, and government officials to drum up support for her idea, and she was, she was successful. Washington State celebrated the nation's first statewide Father's Day on June 19, 1910. Way to go, Washington State. Good to see that. Okay, who we got coming in? I think we got Corey coming in. All right. My man, Corey, what's up, brother? How what's the hell up, are you doing? Man, I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing good, brother. It's good to talk to you, uh, man. Man, it's always beautiful to see that you're still out there being a frontline soldier for all these men out there that don't get to see their kids, regardless if it's Father's Day or 
365 days out of the year, these men are still fighting to see their kids. So I just appreciate you and what you're doing. Always, man. I, I will be a frontline soldier till the day I die, brother. Yes, sir. So, nah, man, I just want to come on here and give you support. It's Father's Day. It's been going on five years now since I haven't seen or spoken to my daughter. So it's, you know, I'm not saying it's good, but it's an eye-opener to see that it's men all around the country and all around the world going through the same thing and the court systems still don't care. I think what we got to start doing is getting away from thinking that the court systems are going to help us yep. and um, start putting, start putting our feet to the floor, to the, to the, to the ground, start, start protesting, start getting in front of these courthouses, calling out some of these lawyers, calling out these judges. Cause I've seen you post numerous judges on your oh IG yeah page. oh yeah man i call out those judges <laughs> yeah definitely you gotta call them out i call them out in court i accused one of the judges and i posted on my uh on my page that she was accepting bribes because i had heard it from another father and yeah. I, I i i you know highlighted her on one of my deals there oh yeah, yep. yeah 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 so i mean like i say it's just a never-ending cycle of just craziness that these women put men through. Because we have to be honest, it's 80 to 85% of the women doing this. Don't, no man is trying to withhold a child from a mother simply because, I mean, if he is, then he has female tendencies anyway. And you know I'm not going to hold my tongue. Yep. Because what male doesn't want to hang out with his boys on the weekend and, 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 and you know, drink a few beers and watch a football game? Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I saw one of your people online say that the mother purposely did not come to exchange the child on Father's Day. They do that to get a reaction mm -hmm. out of the father. So, again, it's just time to take the gloves off. I mean, we, we talk about all this. We got to get lawyers. We got to get these people involved who are mediators now. It's time for the fathers to start doing for themselves. One thing that we have to do, too, is we have to try to seek out the best lawyers and put a list together of the best lawyers in certain regions of the U.S. or all over the world that these fathers can go to for support that really have a genuine interest in connecting these fathers back with their children. Because a lot of lawyers um, will just take your money. Oh, and yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, that's what they're in it for is the money. Exactly. Most of these are lawyers. Yeah, yeah. But, we, but there are some good lawyers out there. I had one at one point before she moved up to uh, Seattle. Uh, and the bottom line is when you go into court and try to represent yourself, being, especially being a man of color, a man in general, but a man of color, they don't think you know what you're talking about anyway. So we have to figure out a way um, to put something, to, uh, a system in place for us as men where we can go into court and, and, and be heavily, you know, armed up and ready to go against these judges because these women are just lying. Yeah. I mean, I was thrown in jail off lies. I was thrown yeah. in jail off lies twice. You know, um, she's claiming abuse never happened. Uh, when the when my lawyer at the time asked her, where's the police report of this abuse? She said, well, I don't have it. And then basically the judge was like, oh, I guess she don't need it. You know, he never, she never pushed for her to show proof of anything. So, like I said, he, he, we, Two need to start a nonprofit organization for what you're already doing called Fathers Lives Matter and get men to donate money. My idea when I first spoke to you was create a nonprofit where men, even if a million men donated a dollar, that yep. is a million dollars right there that we could use to help different individuals that just have the worst of worst cases where they haven't seen their kids in five, 10, 15, sometimes 20 years. So we can use those monies to have them, you know, um, find a lawyer a good lawyer that can help them get the process started again you know maybe the lawyer can help them with the paperwork because look 
who has the time to take off work to be at court all day? Yeah. That's exhausting within itself. Mm -hmm. No one can do that. No one can basically go to work and then you're out of work at six o'clock and then you think you can go on a computer and pull up all these different court files. You have to be in court from eight o'clock when that court opens up to five o'clock collecting all these, all, all this, all these court documents so you can file. And if you file wrong, the judge will kick it yeah. out. It's thrown out. He, he gets thrown out. So yep. those resources need to be there. So I, that's something that I want to talk to you off the grid because yeah, we can do that. We have, to, we have to do that. We have to start a nonprofit organization because if one, if 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 a million men donate one dollar, one dollar, that is a million dollars. Out of that million dollars, we can evaluate case by case the men who are suffering the most. All of us are suffering, but the ones who just have extreme cases. We need to give them funds so they can retain a lawyer to get the process started. We got to be yep. organized. You know, we got to be organized. It's, it's, it's beautiful what you're doing, and these people can can go ahead and talk about their cases. But now it's time to go into action. It's time. No, to go I I agree with you. And you and I, we've been talking a couple of years, you know, about this, about marches, and about the things we need to do, and everything. And and yeah, I agree. You know, because it's it's not going to change. You know, th this is great that that I do, and I'm giving these fathers a voice. But we need to do more. We got to do more. We, we do need. We need to be more active. And the thing is, we get our asses kicked by the women because the women they're able to organize. They're able to get everybody together to do these million woman marches, yeah. to do all this stuff. And, and but we're still struggling. And the thing is, what men have to understand. Where women in society try to say, well, if a man is complaining, he's a female, or if a man is complaining, he shows emotion, he's weak. No, you're not. You're a man. You're supposed to show emotion weak. Do you want what happened the other day where that, where that guy took a rifle yeah. and killed his three boys? We don't even yeah. know what we don't even know what caused that. You understand yep. what I'm saying? But that could have been emotional distress that he was having with the mother. We don't know. We can only speculate. But then. Do you want that type of energy placed on another human being, a man that's frustrated to the point where he feels like he has no hope? So men are able to show emotion. Men are able to show that they don't like what's going on, and it doesn't make you less of a man. So off the grid, let's talk about this. Let's do it. We got to get, the, we gotta get this started because we got to get these men back in court with proper representation. Because when you go in there by yourself, they're looking at you like you're crazy anyway. Bottom line. Bottom yep. line. All right, brother. I see other people All right, brother. to get on. You know, Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you. Okay, man. I'll talk okay. to you. I'll, get a, I'll give you a call All right. No once, uh, no once we get this done. Yeah, yeah. No problem. No All problem. right, brother. All right, brother. Bye. All right. Corey Saffel bringing the fire like always. Slow. Back in 1916, slowly, Father's Day was spreading. Um, it was spreading across the United States. President Wilson honored the day by using telegraph signals to unfurl a flag and Spokane when he pressed a button in Washington, D.C. <laughs> in 1924, President Calvin Coolidge urged state governments to observe Father's Day. I got another spot open, folks, so if you want to come on, say something, by all means, hit that join button. Let's do it. Uh, so President Calvin Coolidge urged state governments to observe Father's Day in 1924. Uh, let's see. Okay, so in other countries especially europe and latin america fathers are honored on saint joseph's day it's a traditional catholic holiday that falls on march 19th so a little bit different but they still have it okay so let's see here all right zombie network you are up let's do it 
Okay, so during the 20s and 30s, a movement arose to scrap Mother's Day and Father's Day all together in favor of a single oh, wow. holiday, Parents' Day. Hey, brother, how are you? Hey, Alan. Good, brother. How are you? Appreciate I'm you. doing good, man. I'm doing good. Happy Father's Day. Likewise. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I'm yeah, at the park absolutely. right now with my, with my daughter right now. Oh, that's up, great. Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> so you can see, I got I to gotta kick it with her. So, and my apologies uh, for... Uh, uh, postponing it i just i was like they watch my every move and I, I don't mind it i was like i don't know if that's a good move but i don't mind it now oh yeah so, yeah yeah move. no need to apologize man i completely you, understand i'd Thank rather you, you be safe than come on and you know have something turned against you i, I don't <laughs> want to see that we got plenty of time to talk i appreciate you so but yeah it's just uh um you know i think it's like almost like a mental illness that's uh, uh looked at and followed you know where you know i mean sometimes we just have to be real i think you know as uh, uh, Corey mentioned you know we got to take the gloves off it's like it's look it's very simple it's very simple to me it's like females in general have a problem with the mirror that's like almost an enemy mm -hmm. of course we all know females not, not to diss them we'll protect it right now someone try to hurt hurt a, hurt a female here yeah. i'm here i'm stepping in you know so, uh, uh, and then obviously females and females, they almost can't be friends. I've seen it. I had restaurants, I had four restaurants, different times. And I see it and, or like, I'll see Instagram posts and stuff. They'll put the camera on the female and put them on the spot. It's like this weirdness, you know, going on. And then of course we become the punching bags mm -hmm. and not even punching bags. I'm talking about darts, you know, I mean, I feel like if the law allowed them to kill us, they would Dude, I've all, <laughs> the, all the way. <laughs> All the way. I, I, well, it, I mean, unfortunately, it's like the veteran that I posted the other day, his ex-baby mama drove him to suicide. And I think, I think she would have physically actively killed him if she could have. I believe it. You know, it's, uh, uh there's a, was it, uh, Fred, uh, Fredit Nish, the, uh, the gentleman with the, with the mustache, the, the, um, the philosopher, uh, mm -hmm. he's got, this, uh, one, Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Yep. Uh, he's got, he's got this one quote, uh, uh, um, Women are uh, uh, um, bar uh, barbaric in love and revenge. Yes. You know, uh, and I, I feel like they know it. So it's like, you know, when somebody's like, oh, that's my bestie. It's like, no, it's, I, I don't think so. They're one step away. And not to diss them. Again, right now, she, she, someone's about to bug her. Done. That dude yeah. is done. I guarantee all these men will step in right here. Not all. Maybe a couple of them will have their phone. But. It's like we, we have to kind of recognize that. And obviously the courts know this, you know, I mean, it's all by design, design, as my uh, brother Blake would put it, not necessarily for this stuff. Uh, he's actually hasn't seen his daughters for like two, two years plus. Uh, uh, but, but just the whole governmental stuff, you know, like you'll see stuff happening is like all by design. That's just one of his famous hashtags I like. You know, it's all design. You oh, know, yeah. As, as you know, you know, Absolutely. All it's all by design. It's all about the fucking money. You know, like I've said many, many times, uh, you know, the court system likes to say that they base their rulings off of what's in the best interest of the child. Bullshit. They base it off of what's in the best interest of the fucking court system. Straight yeah. away. And it's simultaneously. By design. By design and simultaneously, obviously, to weaken the family. Uh, I mean, when, uh, uh, like, I got this amazing, one of the amazing pastor, they have a, like a Netflix show, uh, I think Drive something. Uh, uh, he says it's man, woman child that's the hierarchy anything else is chaos mm -hmm. but I, I don't think some some of them understand what this means it's like if the boat is sinking 
you and the child are off to the uh, uh, to the to the, to the life raft or whatever. I'm going down. I will yep. die. That's yep. my duty. That's my God given like nine to five job for life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, yep. it, it's very sad that uh, 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 and, and then they're trying to destroy us and mothers I feel like are on board and there's some amazing mothers out there. I feel like there's as much amazing fa- uh, as, as much amazing mothers as there is you know uh, uh, non-amazing fathers. I think it's it's low. Yeah. That's what I think. But, but you know what the secret is though? I will say this, you know, and I get a lot of grief for people who perceive that I'm begging on mothers. I'm not begging on mothers. Not because, at all. Like you said, there are some amazing mothers out there. My, I, I was raised by a single mother. I That's came from a single mother who raised me. And, I, you know, I'll tell you straight away, I was a mama's boy. Absolutely 100%. But, here, but here's the thing. The government has ruined motherhood. It's incentivized yes. motherhood. And you have this younger generation that sees that, that, hey, if I pop out three, four, five kids, you know, that's child support until I'm in my, you know, let's be realistically here, 40s, 50s, 60s. You know, that's who's to blame for this. The government has incentivized motherhood and it's made it so these young mothers, they don't know any different because their mothers were raised off of the welfare plantation and they're passing it down, down to their daughters. So... As much as the court system hurts fathers, it also hurts mothers. Yeah, it's, they don't know because right there is kind of incentivized uh, and all that. But the long game, which I feel like we kind of more look towards the long game, their you know their step, their, their next step is quit. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute what do you mean? Like we're we're camping out. We're playing the long game, you yeah. know. And um, I don't know. It's very sad. Like I know my, my daughter is hurting, but I know like I tell her that there's so many others. Like, uh, uh, not I don't know if that comforts her, you know. But it's like you're not the only one. And uh, yeah, uh, they they're getting destroyed. She has these like uh, it's kind of like gone in a way. You know, she's kind of used to it in the beginning. These like deep cries that came from within, and uh, um, it's like wow. It's like destroys me. And then I'm like the other father. Like wow. It's like. We, I know I could never Im- Im- imagine doing this. It's like keeping her away for like two hours. It's like, no, no, you have access to her. You have like at all times, you should have access to her at all times. I don't like, even if they're like, not even the best mother, maybe they're even a drug. I'll be there. Like that's your mom. Like that's your mom. But mine is not a drug and stuff, but uh, uh, yeah, other things, but uh, yeah. um, you know, I got my own stuff too, but it's like, it, we have to like work things out and that's the beautiful part you build from the you know, ground up you know what i mean what do you yeah, want to get into a exactly. relationship and like okay we're perfect like pleasantville everything it does that's so i wouldn't want to be in that it's like <laughs> let's have some struggles let's yeah. let's be on the brink of you know homeless like build that character well, you know well not not only does it build the character but it builds your belief in one another because you facts, have each other you facts. have that you have that tight foundation that you guys are building with one another if you don't have that, if you don't have the struggles, you don't have the tough times, what do you, you don't have the good times later on. Yeah, it's, 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 it doesn't even make sense. It, like, it's like, wait a minute. Like, I'm, I'm in the entrepreneurial world. It's like, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, it's like my breakthrough coming up. But it's like, if I didn't have the years of failure, closed the restaurants, failed, like, you know, went up and down and wait. And, and I've read, you know, hundreds of books where it mentions that stuff. Not all of them, but, you know, the, the, the journey of it, it's like, 
wow, these people are like resilient. It's like, be that, be that, you, yeah. you know what I mean? And then, I mean, what do you want to be, weak? Yeah. So, but yeah, exactly. it's, it's, very, it's a very sad situation. And uh, I'm glad I found you, uh, uh, you. I think you, you're one of the first people I found. It's not the first. And then I met Yana and Richie and, uh, uh, and Riz. And, you know, I think it's like seven, eight of them, Michael. And like, I was like, whoa, what would I do without <laughs> them? Like, I was like, where was I before, you know? Yep. And this is just recently. I, I found you guys, uh, I think maybe like three, four weeks yep. ago, not even. So you're, you're appreciated. Whatever you guys are doing. Awesome. We, we thank you. Well, I appreciate you guys, and I thank you guys. And with that being said, brother, I got to move on to the next Handle one. It. I've got like three minutes left, and then we're going to do one more round of this. All right, brother? But when thank you're you. ready, when you're ready, come on the show, and we'll do a deep dive into your situation. My, mine is an interesting one. Just I'm sure everyone's, but it's like, is this this? So let's get this like, started. Who we yeah, got on the yeah, wings anyways, waiting? Guys, we'll break it down and take a look at it. All right, brother? Let thank you. Happy Father's here. Day, man. Likewise. Thank you to everybody. Hope everybody let is having a great weekend. Oh, Lene, you declined. Okay, guys, we got another open spot. So back during the 20s and the 30s, the movement arose to scrap Mother's Day and Father's All Day, Father's Day altogether in favor of a single holiday. This is kind of something that we're hearing right now with the current generation that is out there. We have these kids, these young kids saying, well, you know, they're not fathers, they're birthers. They're birthing people i've heard that so much i mean like what the fuck really it's a father and it's a mother biology that's what comes together and makes a child it's not birthers it's parents fathers and mothers all right guys so we do have another open spot if you're wanting to get in and talk to me let's do it so we talked about how uh during the 20s and 30s there was a movement that was working to get rid of mother's day and father's day in favor of just a single holiday, Parents' Day. Every year on Mother's Day, pro-Parents' Day groups rallied in New York City's Central Park as a public reminder, said Parents' Day activist and radio performer Robert Sphere that both parents should be loved and respected together. Hey, I agree. But there are differences between a mother and a father. A mother brings a certain set of skills to the table. A father brings a certain set of skills to the table. One can't do without the other. That's the reality of this situation. That's the thing that so many people miss out on is that, you know, a mother can raise a child only so far and then a father takes over and vice versa. That's just the way it is. You know, if that wasn't the case, you know, it would be something different. But this is what it is. All right, guys. So I still have space open for somebody to come on in. So if you want to come on in and speak to me, let's do it. Okay, so while this was all going on when they were trying to get rid of Mother's Day and Father's Day, the Great Depression was raging, and it derailed it derailed the efforts to combine and decommercialize the holidays. See, that was also the big thing, um, is people were saying that it was too commercialized. That was the big problem. Mother's Day and Father's Day were too commercialized, uh, and it made retailers struggle going from one to the other. All right. Hey, brother, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How you doing? Good, man. Happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually not Father's Day here in Australia. They actually have it in September, and um, the the rumor is they had it uh, many months uh, down the road because it was too close to Mother's Day, and they didn't want to be associated with Mother's Day, so they pushed it to September. Oh, okay. 
So that's okay. the uh, Interesting. little rumor I've heard from people, but I don't really know what the reason being why it's uh, pushed that back to September. But I'm from California. I'm, it's Father's Day for me. So hey, there, <laughs> well, happy yeah. Father's Day. We'll keep it there. Yeah. What Thank part you. of Aust- What part of Australia are you in? So I moved to Brisbane um, in December. So um, I, I think I, I talked to you. I, I don't know. It might have been a year or two ago when. Um, I first uh, caught on to you, and, uh, but I told you a little bit of briefly yep. about my story. Yeah, I, I remember now. I remember now. Yes. How's yeah. that situation going? Any movement on it? Well, the movement is I moved here. So, I mean, <laughs> that's the movement. The movement is that I, I did everything I could to be in my daughter's life, um, you know, with, with barely any financial support. Um, I had my, I mean, I didn't have much uh, in my account. I said, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. And, and they said I would never be able to um, have any kind of relationship or meet, meet my child unless I moved here. So, in may of uh this past year i met her um the day after her her third birthday and once i met her i decided you know what i'm just going to go with it and i said goodbye to my family my friends my dog and i just said i'm just going to go here and figure it out as i go and um you know i've been living with a friend and now i'm living with another friend and uh, my in-laws with just my my child's mother's parents are actually they've they've helped me out with uh to they give me a car when i see my daughter so i have a car at least when i pick up my child so I've made it to the point where I see her every uh, every uh, Friday, and just as of last week, I now see her Wednesdays and Fridays, uh, five hours at a time. I um, I have three jobs, about to have four jobs, because it's been hard to stay afloat in this country with uh, as an immigrant. They're not giving many uh, opportunities to um, people from the states. I mean, you have to be Australian even for the government to help you out financially. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like it's either work or die for me, and you know, so I'm. You know, I work at a grocery store. I clean the Queens and Rail. I, I, I'm with a move, um, a transportation and moving relocation service, and I might get a fourth job at the airport. Uh, and this is just everything I'm trying to do just to stay afloat for my my child, just to see her, just to be able to buy her a lunch. And eventually, when I get my own place, then the courts say then I'll have be able to have some kind of more um, custodial rights where she might be able to stay with me, you know, for one night every other week or something. So to start, so it's a, it's a gradual process, um, but you know, just to hear the words, dad, dad, I love you, or dad, I miss you. It's like everything I've been hurting over the years, never knowing my child her first three years of her life, and now being able to hear those words that, you know, any, every father should be able to hear from their, yeah. from their children. Is, well, is that, that, makes it, that makes it all worthwhile. Right. So, you know, that makes the struggle like worthwhile. When I'm with my child, the struggle's almost like in the back of my mind. It's like, I know I'm struggling, but when I'm with her, it's just like, you're just in the moment. And you're just like, this is all I'm living for is for my child. That's why I'm doing all this, you know. Yeah, you know, and and that's the amazing thing about us is, you know, fathers as a whole, you know, they go that extra mile, man. Four jobs, four fucking jobs. How are you going to find time to sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Right now, it's funny. It's at twelve in the afternoon. Today's been my my first day off, and I just kind of been off and on. It's hard to even sleep when I do get the time to sleep. So I'm kind of it's like twelve in the afternoon here. I'm I'm laying I'm laying down. I'm I'm like you know staying at a at a friend's house, I'm kind of got a mattress on the floor here. Just to, you know, luckily I got you know people that are helping me out here for things. But you know, yeah, yeah. sleep is something that would be um, great to have down the road when I get more. Uh, I think financially situated, I'll at least may, may be able to get a little bit more sleep. But you know, even so, even when you're with my child, it's like that's that's work too. You know, it's yeah. a four year old. She's a runner. She's a runner. So it's like you know. So I have my we're cut out even with with my kid, but that's, it's, that's what I love doing is whenever I'm yeah. with her. Is, you know, well, that's, that's, that's the important stuff. So what's, what's your road to actually becoming a citizen? How long of a so, process is that? Well, 
well, technically I'm a, I'm a permanent resident, um, which is kind of rare for them to grant me. Cause I tried to get permanent residency, um, when I was married at the time, but then my ex pulled, you know, the story was my ex, you know, once she was pregnant, she just pulled the plug. That's all she wanted the whole time. And she did the same thing to her son's father. But, um, so she thought she'd revoke my, my permanent residency. She told everybody she lost, uh, lost our child. So I ended up going back to California. That's why I was, you know, left. And then my child was born months later and I had to fight a legal battle. And then the pandemic comes. So I couldn't even, you know, get through if I wanted to. So while I was actually in California, um, my, my uh, residency status was still under um, pending approval. They decided to let me um, become a permanent resident while I lived in another country, which is usually never allowed because they said it was a special situation for me. So they actually gave me permanent residency in uh, 2021. But um, after four years having it, then you could apply for citizenship. So then I, I needed liver for four years. So I need to be here for another three years just to be able to apply for citizenship at that point. So, yeah, that's dedication, man. That is a father's love right there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, dude, I'm good. I'm glad to hear that you're doing good and you're busting ass and everything. Man, definitely keep me updated on that. And when you get some time, man, schedule an episode. Let's do a full episode. I'd love to hear the full story. Absolutely. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Hi, brother. I love what you're doing, man. Awesome. Thank you. Take care down under. We'll talk to you real soon. Thanks, man. Bye. Wow. Four jobs. <laughs> that is absolute dedication. That is, ooh, man, that's tough. It's tough with two jobs. I did that for a while. All right. Next guest coming on in. All right. We're just waiting on the next guest. Welcome to the Father's Truth. Who am I speaking with? Hey, man, this is Laurentis X, man. But when we talked before, you know me by my real name, Theo. <laughs> ah, brother, what's up, man? Hey, nothing much, much man. <laughs> Lucha Lorde mask? Uh, it's more of a, a spiritual mask. It actually goes with the store. I actually just designed it yesterday because my daughter's favorite color is blue. So I touched it up with some blue going on, you know. That's awesome. So let's tell everybody how your court case went the other day because you had a court oh, case. For man. those of you who don't know, I've been talking to Theo offline over the phone, kind of helping him with everything that he's going on. So tell us, brother, what was the outcome of that? Oh, man, that was a, it was a good outcome. Uh, we went in there for the hearing, but to start, to start the day off that worked real well for us was uh, me and my girlfriend. Uh, we were there an hour early, immediately from the library, still like – highlighters pens paper flipping through and of course there's this thing through wrestling where it's like promoter of booker's knowledge or the veteran's knowledge mm -hmm. and the judge she walked out of the uh our chambers and we were the only ones there and she just kind of stopped and she looked and she then she smiled and waved and she kind of nodded her head and then kept walking and i said that was a look from the judge like he's putting in work that's big he's, that is big right there man when the judge stops yeah. recognizes you and actually acknowledges you that's fucking huge yeah that's huge on yeah, so, so many levels man yeah so uh i told her i said you know going through wrestling i see that all the time i was like that's good that's good on us that we're here and we're dressed up uh i had of course my outfit on she had hers on and then i think probably like, Six minutes after that, my ex shows up, not dressed for 
passport, nothing. <laughs> uh, I think she only had like a phone and keys in her hand. I had no book. Um, the shoes that my daughter had is just terrible in bad condition. Hey, come here real quick. Come here. Say, hi, Mr. Allen. Hi, Mr. Allen. Hey, Lena, how are you doing? Doing yeah, good. Yeah, you're doing good? That's awesome. Hey, I've, I've seen some pictures of you with your dad when he's all suited up for wrestling. Yeah, Bronte's house. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? Bronte's house? That's awesome. Hey, so yep. you, are you all glad that school's all over? Yep, no more school. Yeah. Yeah, what, <laughs> what grade are you going to be in next year? I don't know. First grade. First grade. Don't First grade. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. I've heard a lot about you. Yeah. Nice to meet you, too. Nice to meet you, too. Can <laughs> I smell my hand? <laughs> you can't smell your hands through the camera. <laughs> What what do they uh, smell like? Say soap. Soap. It's probably soap. You soap. Just took a bath. Soap. Yeah. Soap. <laughs> well, Layla, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, She's like, who is this dude? <laughs> oh, you got moms on me. Okay, you gonna go in there and finish take, playing? Take it off. Oh, well, I can't take it off right now. I'll take it off in a minute. You gonna finish playing? You put me, I will. Okay, well, let me finish this real quick, okay? All right. <laughs> She's adorable. All right, love you, baby girl. Ooh, big jump. Good? All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um where was that at okay she she acknowledged acknowledged us uh the ex showed up didn't have anything at all then uh i think i was like number seven we were number seven out of like 16 cases and by the time we got to like three to four minutes it was already our name i was like damn she's blowing rolling everybody. right through everything she's knocking through everything and she's seen my request and was like well it's a lot of stuff in here that you're requesting i said i, I know you're on i just really want to focus on like the custody part that's okay and she's like well everything else in here that you did mention it's good that you mentioned it but it'd be settled at the end i was like okay and um uh what was it she kind of asked me how long would it take and i already previously heard somebody else say it'd take them an hour and she rescheduled i was like damn i don't want her to reschedule i just want to get this stuff over with and see my daughter and um uh, I, I was like maybe 30 40 minutes and she turned to her and was like, is that enough for you? I, of course I didn't look over at her, but my girlfriend was like, she just kind of just nodded just like, yeah, I guess. So she had no clue She's about like, anything. whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah, didn't, yeah. She didn't care about anything. And then I said, well, your honor, I've been studying and reading up and I would like to place an order for me to be able to see my daughter until the next court date. And she said, okay, that's reasonable. Um, she looked at her was like, okay, so what's the reason why, she's not seeing her father again and it was like not like, again just like, it was like again. again like <laughs> yeah like being upset and um me i heard her start to talk and she was like oh well because i got a call from social service and so she said that my brain immediately thought of cps and the whole incident that i told you about yeah. and i immediately started flipping through my papers to like show evidence like nope that's not true and then she said something about um our daughter's school record 
is being moved to another school in, you know, Arkansas or something. And I just kind of like froze, kind of like, what the hell did she just, like, I was lost for a minute. I paused and I was, oh, wait, let me get that paper because I know that wasn't true. And the judge kind of like, no, it's, it's okay. The evidence and stuff will be presented later. Okay, well, such and such. And we put the time, we put the dates and stuff like that. And even today, um, so I'm able to see my daughter. I picked her up on Wednesday, 6 o'clock. We got our visitation schedule. And today, of course, with, you know, toxic people, um, she tried to ruin um, today for us. Of course. Um, with text and emails, like, when am I going to see her? And you're not here at this time. I'm like, the judge said Monday, 6 o'clock. It's Sunday, and plus, throughout the Kentucky law, it's stated that um, parent you, you're granted Parents' Day, you know, Father's and Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. Today's Father's Day. So what do you then? Then she called my phone, and then I had to tell her the same thing, and just like I'm not dealing with this harassment or this abuse anymore. I, I emailed it to you by click and hung up immediately, and I talked to Yana, of course, after it, and just like I can't get that person my energy no more. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Well, and that's exactly it. You know, these these mothers, for the most part, they only have the power over you that you allow them to have. They have the power that yeah. you give them. When you don't buy into that bullshit that they're trying to mm -hmm. sell, they're powerless. And that's what it's all about. It's about taking that power back that you've given. And, brother, I'm super proud of you, man. I was on pins and needles all that day waiting to get a phone call or a text from you to let me know how it went. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, everybody wanted to know, like, how did how did it go? And even when, um, of course, I didn't post anything about it or tell anybody, but some people were kind of calling the phone, like, hey, bro, how you doing? Just checking to make sure you're okay. And then they heard Layla, hey, what's up, bro? And they're like, is that Layla? Is that you got her? Did you get her? I was like, yeah, man, she's here with me. <laughs> That's awesome. Good. That's yeah. awesome. I'm super proud of you, man. You are so well prepared. That's freaking awesome. Fathers, you guys could take a note out of his page and see how prepared he was. I worked with him. You know, I had a couple of long marathon phone calls with him. And, man, I didn't really have to do much. And he was all ready to go, and he knew what was going on. And that's the way it should be is, you know, when you decide to go pro se, it's a lot of work, but it's so rewarding yeah. in the end. Yeah, because I, I see why they get paid the money they do. But the one thing that I would say to really break the stigma on is you can pay them to do all the work, go through the papers, mark, highlight, see what's proper evidence. But the one thing you can't pay them for is to care about your child like you can. Boom. That's exactly that is exactly why I did it, because when I was at that when I was at that junction where I either hire another lawyer or I yeah. do it myself, I thought. Who's going to be the person that's going to fight for my rights and my son's rights? Who's going to be the one that's best suited to do that? And the answer was me. Yeah. You know? And especially with us being Aries, man. Like, if we fail because somebody else says, no. Yeah, no, not we're acceptable. Going to everybody. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> awesome. See, if we fail on our own, it's on yeah. us. Well, and that's exactly, exactly it. And, and that's yeah. what I said. You know, if, if I go through this and I represent myself pro se and I go in there and I fail, that's on me. I know that I yeah. did the best that I could, not somebody else, mm -hmm. that I could. You know, I yeah. could live with that. But, you know, handing somebody 10 grand that doesn't give a fuck, you know, exactly. and they're just in it for the money, that's not going to work, man. That's not going to work for me. 
Yeah, man. That's why I couldn't even do the whole thing with legal aid. He was like, well, maybe let's be nice about this. Let's be nice about that. And let's try to do 50-50 and make sure, Mike, 50 is not what's best for our daughter. She's no. not in a good situation. Oh, well, such and such. And then he ended up filing to not represent me and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm completely okay with that because I told him from day one, like, bro, my daughter's not going to be a number. If you got too many cases you think you got to worry about, then go ahead and deal with that. But I need somebody who's going to fight for my daughter. And if you are not able to do that or you're not willing to do that, let me know so we don't waste no more time. No, don't waste, I won't waste your me. time. Don't waste my time. I'll do it myself. Yeah. He still tried to put me through the hoops and all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, bro, we no, nah, it's not going to work. And he's like, oh, well, I'll file to, you know, have it where he was off. So, yep. That's what it's all myself. about, brother. But I'm proud of you, man. I will text you. I will text you tomorrow, and we'll uh, figure out time this week to talk, all right? Oh, appreciate it, man. All right, brother. Happy Father's Day. Oh, you too. All right. All right, that was Theo. If you guys are wondering what's up with the mask, Theo is a professional wrestler on the side. So that's what's going on with that. So let's get the next person on in here. While we're waiting, I do have a spot open. Susan, I had you on earlier on the first episode. I'm trying to get some more folks in here. So if you bear with me, send me a DM and we'll get you on for an entire show just for you. But I'm trying to get some other folks on in here. So uh, like I was saying, the Great Depression derailed the efforts to combine and decommercialize the holidays. Father's Day and Mother's Day is what they were trying to do. It was, you know, as anybody who's studied history knows, you know, the, the Great Depression screwed up a lot of stuff. I mean, it, it you know, pretty much almost bankrupted the United States and destroyed it so um struggling retailers and advertisers redoubled their efforts to make father's day a second christmas for men promoting goods such as neckties hats socks pipes tobacco golf clubs and other sporting goods and greeting cards when world war ii began advertisers began to argue that celebrating father's day was a way to honor american troops and support the war effort so they tried to tie in the war effort with father's day into world war ii what was going on uh, so that's kind of crazy and let's see uh, buh, buh, buh. so when world war ii began they started celebrating father's day as a way to honor american troops and support the effort by the end of the war father's day may not have been a federal holiday but it was a national institution so at that point it had become more than what it had started out as. In 1972, in the middle of a hard-fought presidential re-election campaign, Richard Nixon signed a proclamation making Father's Day a federal holiday at last, 1972. Man, that's a damn long time, 1972. Today, economics, economics estimate that Americans spend more than $1 billion each year on Father's Day gifts. $1 billion. Dude, that's crazy. That is a lot of socks and really shitty aftershave. Man. So that's that's kind of the, the background of Father's Day. Um, what do you guys think of Father's Day? You know, I, Father's Day, I think, is overlooked. I think for the most part, most people tend to overlook Father's Day. We have one of those things where you have a lot of single mothers that are trying to horn in on Father's Day and take it away because they're a father too. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm not down with that. Mothers have Mother's Day. 
you know, that's what they have. They have Mother's Day. You know, stay in your lane. You know, celebrate the holiday that you have and let us have our own holiday. You know, that that's a huge thing, I think. Okay, guys, so I do have another spot open still. We got a, about another 30 minutes in this episode. Let's see what else we can find out about Father's Day. And remember, if you guys want to come on and talk, just go ahead and hit the invite button. And if you have not already come on once before, I will happily bring you on and talk with you. Okay, so Father's Day. All right, so we already know the origin of Father's Day. We know it was Father's Day was basically started in Spokane, Washington. I wouldn't have guessed Spokane, Washington would have been the origin of Father's Day. Let's take a look at the forgotten history of Father's Day. Okay, so we already established that Father's Day did not become a national holiday until 1972. So why did it take so long to pass into law, unlike Mother's Day, which was quickly embraced? Why was it controversial at one time? Let's take a look and see why. With American history, you might think that a holiday, a holiday recognizing men would be perfectly acceptable. After all, men dominated American society in the early 20th century. In addition, a Father's Day or a day that recognizes the role of fathers in the family is an ancient tradition. In history books, there is a mention of a Southern European tradition dating back to 1508. Certainly, in modern days, we do not give Father's Day a second thought. Isn't that the truth? It's been almost 50 years since President Nixon... President Nixon's administration declared the third Sunday in June a day to recognize and honor the role of fathers in society. That was 1972. Uh, let's see. Interestingly enough, Father's Day was not immediately accepted when it was proposed. Why do you guys think that it wasn't immediately accepted? Hmm. A lot of thoughts on that. So obviously Mother's Day came first. It was officially recognized in 1914. So men in the early 1900s associated such a tribute to women and found the idea too effeminate for their liking. So basically, when they looked at Father's Day, they found it not masculine, basically. And it was very feminine for men to, be, to have a day honoring them as fathers. That's interesting. Uh, so to be fair, Mother's Day was couched in the terms of femininity. In 1914, President Woodrow Wilson called Mother's Day a way to recognize <laughs> that tender and gentle army, the Mothers of America. Hey, Sarge, send me an invite, and I'll invite you in, and we'll chat for a second. Men viewed the idea of Father's Day as similar to Mother's Day, which was popular with florists. For fathers, it didn't have the same sentimental appeal. As one historian writes, they scoffed at the holiday's sentimental attempts to domesticate manliness with flowers and gift giving. So they thought that, you know, basically, you know, you were less of a man if you celebrated Father's Day. Or they derided the proliferation of such holidays as a commercial gimmick to sell more products, often paid for by the father himself, which, you know, how true is that? You know, it, as a child, you know, when Father's Day rolled around, I was buying my father presents that my father gave me money for. So, yeah, I can kind of see that. But, 
You know, as far as holidays go, every holiday is so overly commercialized. You know, the king of that is Christmas. Christmas is so overly commercialized. I mean, we're not even in January, or not January, we're not even in July, excuse me, and I'm starting to see people starting to talk about Christmas already on TV. Like, freaking come on, it's the middle of summer. Okay, also according to Lawrence R. Samuel, the author of American Fatherhood, a cultural history, men had a different role in the family during the first half of that century. It was patriarchal. <laughs> There's that word, patriarchal. So they felt that a special day to exalt fatherhood was a rather silly idea when it was mothers who were underappreciated. Now, around that time, okay, when you look at the history of the family court system, um, around that time, the tender years doctrine were in effect. So to give you a brief history of the family court system, Sarge, I see you there. Let me just give this out here real quick, and then I will get you. So hold tight for one second. So the American family court system is basically a copy of British common law. Surprise, surprise. Everything seems to be a copy of the British common law. But for the first part, you know, of, of, of our, our law, our history of law, family law, fathers were given custody. Anytime there was a divorce, and divorces were extremely rare back then, fathers were automatically given custody because of that whole patriarchal society that, that society was back then. Um, it wasn't until around the time of women's suffrage, which for those of you who don't know, women's suffrage was the, the fight to vote and gain other rights for women. There was an activist that petitioned the courts for women's rights in family court. And that became what's known as the tender years doctrine. And what the tender years doctrine stated was that a child up to, you know, and it was really wide open as to what the age was, but a child of tender years would automatically go to the mother regardless of the circumstances. Okay. So, and then you have that whole ideal that mothers are the ultimate caregiver. And that, that stayed in effect until 1987 when the family court system switched over from the tender years doctrine over to what's in the best interest of the child. But any of us who have been through the family court system, we know and we understand that the court system does not rule in what's in the best interest of the child. They rule in what's in the best interest of the family court system. All right, Sarge, I'm getting to you here, buddy. Here we go. Sarge, how are you, brother? How are you? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. So, Thank you. Uh, first off, I want to say to all the fathers who are separated from their kids and still grinding it out and putting the work in, I salute you because this is the first Father's Day in the seven years I've been a father um, that I'm not with my daughter. And that's not because I'm separated from my wife. She happens to be on a European adventure and I'm holding down the fort. And Father's Day without your kids sucks. It so does. if you're not with them, I have yeah and you're still grinding it out and you're working and being better and trying to get your kids cheers to you because that's i can't even imagine what that's like but uh wanted to chime in uh listening to the history of the whole court system and all that is actually quite fascinating being a product of a, a split household technically my parents were never married but common law marriage uh or common law came into effect you know so mm -hmm. 
Um, I, I'm a product of the split household and um, yeah, it was a fight for my dad to get custody. And it was a fight. It was a fight for him to keep it. And it wasn't until my younger sister got married that I ever actually saw my parents in the same room together without lawyers involved. So um, what you were just saying about the, the tender years doctrine and whatnot, that's pretty interesting stuff. Um, I wanted to circle back to what you were saying about Father's Day and it not being accepted by the populace. And I mean, most of the fathers I know, like, yeah, we're all, we're all human. We're dying for attention and affection to some degree. But the fathers I know, like, we're all committed to our kids and we don't care about the reward. It's yeah. watching the kids grow and become the best versions of themselves. That's the reward in our, ourselves. So I can see how 50, 80 years ago, however long ago it was, I'm terrible at math and numbers. Um, I can see the men back then who are definitely more stoic than we are these, this day and age. <laughs> Um, for better or worse. Like, yeah, exactly. There's, there's healthy stoicism. There's unhealthy stoicism. My father was not a healthy stoic. Um, but I could see how that just, like, it didn't ring a bell to them. That said, I heard recently, and I don't know if you've mentioned it because I've been in and out. I'm, I've got a laundry list of shit I got to do before the family <laughs> gets home um, that I've been trying to tackle. And uh, it was a couple weeks ago. I saw a statistic that Father's Day is like the 23rd most favorite holiday of our national holidays. And like Mother's Day is two or three. Oh, wow. Which, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like, see that. Yeah, you might want to look this up to verify it because, you know, it was a meme or something. So, uh, you know. Okay, so, so what? It, let's fact check that right now. Yeah. Okay, um, so let me go on over to my favorite search engine. Okay. Okay, Father's, let's see, Father's Day is the 23rd most favorite holiday. Okay, so most, well, so we'll look at most popular holidays yeah. in the U.S. in 2023. Okay, so... Do, 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 do. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. There's, okay. there's a lot of holidays before Father's Day. It might not be 23, but it's it's not in the top 10, is it? I'm looking through here. So it's... Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, okay, so most popular holidays in the United States... What this is telling me, Martin Luther King Day, President's Day, Memorial Day. And then we go on to Independence Day, Labor Day, Halloween, yep. which I've, I've got a lot of friends who absolutely love Halloween. Veterans Day, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Mother's Day, and Father's Day isn't even mentioned in this one. Yeah. So, I mean, I think part of that is a lot of those you mentioned to the average Joe. Those are three-day weekends. You get the day off on Memorial Day, et cetera. Father's Day, it's it's Sunday. You know, you yeah. already got the day off, right? Yep. But well, and the, and if you look back, I remember seeing this meme quite a few times. It talks about how on Mother's Day, 
you know, it's all about celebrating mom and taking mom out and doing all this incredible stuff for mom. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Yes, mothers should be celebrated. Oh, now, when are, Father's Day rolls around, yeah, they want fathers to stay home and cook for everybody. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that that kind of makes sense how, how they're portraying that. Yeah, I mean, it's if they were celebrated kind of in the same vein, it'd be a different story. I'm just saying, like, I, I recognize that both are super important. Correct. Although the statistics show the value of a father far outweighs, like, and it's just hard to quantify because I've seen my wife become a mother and she's an awesome woman and an amazing mother. She brings stuff to the child that I can never yep. bring. Like, it's just not in me. And I don't think it's in most men. That said, I bring a lot to the table that my wife cannot bring. Yep. She has no interest in bringing. And when you look at the statistics, even split families, if the father's present, kids are far less likely to end up in the, you know, criminal justice system, et cetera, et cetera. They'll, they'll finish school, all these positive attributes. Yep. But we have this society that portrays fathers as the bumbling idiot. Well, look, look at Family Guy. Look at Peter Griffin. He's a freaking moron. Look at The Simpsons and Homer Simpson. But it, it, goes, back, it goes back to like the 20s. Like yep. Look at Dagwood. Yeah. He's he's the original Homer Simpson, right? Yeah. Like name name like three positive father figures in popular media. Like, and it's a stretch. I could maybe say if you watch Arrow, you've got Oliver Queen. Yeah. Um, uh, I yeah. Yeah, it's, I can't. I can't. Not off the top of my head. It's and it's because there is this pushback against fathers and. Maybe, yeah, the bumbling father is kind of funny. You know, I remember laughing at Homer when I was growing up. I still laugh at him. Like, yeah. Yeah. But we have this positive influence. We have men that want to connect with their children that are grinding out, working hard, supporting their families, whether they're with them or not. Yeah. Even if it's a split family. And that guy's working twice as hard as the guy who's still with his wife. Yeah. Right? Because he's not. Not only paying for his own stuff, but he's paying, he's paying for his child's stuff and everything. Yeah. Well, like, look, look at the guy that I just had on here a little while ago. He's in Australia working four jobs, four freaking jobs. I mean, I, I don't have a big following here on Instagram, but on Facebook, I've got a whole bunch of followers that, and I get reached out to all the time, guys who are working three, four, five jobs just to make ends meet for their family they're exhausted they're tired oh yeah full house did portray yep. fathers <laughs> Tosh, full yeah. house yep in a, a good but questionable light um you know there was three of them to do the job of one <laughs> right <laughs> how many fathers does it take to screw in a light bulb i've heard that <laughs> i've heard that about full house yeah uh, were they screwing in light bulbs <laughs> well <laughs> yeah that's a story for another podcast right there yeah but uh like there's there's men out there that are just giving it their all and the fact that father's day doesn't even make the list you looked at to me is just it's a travesty america needs to look at what our values really are no. on a whole like there's a lot of different things we can say but like the family unit is what makes a strong community a strong community is what makes a strong state a strong state is what makes a strong nation 
by disregarding fathers. And I don't think it's an, a happy accident. I think there's an intentional thing to. Oh, it's it's planned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to split us up, take the power away from the people, keep us divided, and yeah. But I just wanted to jump on and salute all the men who are working hard to reclaim a relationship with their family, with their kids, and fighting to be with them because one father's day without them and i'm heartbroken so yeah yeah i love what you're doing thank you thanks for having me thank and you brother yeah. and i appreciate you man go get all your stuff done before your family gets back right <laughs> good, good luck it's a three-page list and none of them are small things <laughs> well salute to you brother Cheers. All right, guys, so that was Sarge Matthew talking about that. And going back to, uh, let's see, what is the agenda behind showing fathers in a bad light? Taj, it's, in, in my opinion, it's breaking down the bond, the familiar bond, the bond that we have with our fathers. Because, like I said, if you look at Homer Simpson, he's a bumbling idiot. If you look at Peter Griffin from Family Guy, he's a retard. He's, oh. Sorry, not supposed to say that word. He is a really piss poor example of a father. He does everything wrong. And it's this thing that is perpetuated in society that fathers are worthless. That's what it comes down to. And it puts these, it puts single mothers on a pedestal. I've told this story many, many times before, but I remember seeing a thing where uh, this interviewer was talking to two very young girls. We're talking like seven, eight, nine years old asking them what their goal was or what their dream was. Now, with children that young, you would think, you know, what, what's a little girl want to be? A ballerina, you know, something like that. What do you think that they wanted to be? They wanted to be single mothers. What kind of goal was that for a seven, eight, nine-year-old girl to be a single mother? That blows my mind. Uh, but what is the end goal? How does it help the government to do that through the law? So when you take when you take the fathers, so this is now, mind you, Tosh, this is just my theory. But when you take fathers out of the picture, it takes away the income that fathers bring because fathers still are, by most accounts, the breadwinners in the family. It takes the fathers out of that role and it forces the mothers to rely on the government. Okay, and by relying on the government, that puts the mothers on what what i call the welfare plantation where they rely on the government for everything and then they pass it on down to their daughters who pass it on down to their daughters when you take the men out of the situation it takes the control you know it takes control and puts it directly in the government's hand when you're giving a woman section eight welfare cash benefits tamf snap ebt cell phone plans all this stuff you know and child support that's that's the, the the pie you know that's the the cherry on top of the pie you know these women lose themselves they have no need to better themselves they have no need to go out there and get a job and try and excel because everything's given to them you know they have no need to do any of that stuff and they're pushing out these daughters that watch what their moms are doing and they start doing the exact same thing meanwhile the children that come out of the system that are boys most of the time in the inner city they end up in prison. It's a really, really nasty cycle. Really, really nasty. So guys, I got time for a couple more guests in this last one. So if you want to come on and talk real quick, I got a little bit of time. 
But yeah, that's uh, what Sarge was saying about Father's Day being way, way, way down the list of popular holidays. That's that's pretty sad, you know, because the reality is it shouldn't be that way. You know, Father's Day and Mother's Day should be celebrated on the same on the same level, but they're just not. So let's see. Okay, so here's another thing. Where does Father's Day rank in the holidays? Let's take a look at that. Okay. So I'm not finding anything about that, but so why is Father's Day in June? Father's Day is celebrated in the U.S. on the third Sunday in June. So Nora Smart, we talked about her earlier. Um, she was the father or she was the child of a Civil War veteran who raised her and her five siblings after their mother died of childbirth, or mother died during childbirth. So that's why that holiday originated in June. Um, so I had a guest on from Australia. He was saying that it was celebrated in September. So Father's Day is celebrated in Australia and New Zealand on the first Sunday in September, but there's no clear explanation as to why it was started in the 30s interesting all right guys i still got uh got about 10 minutes to go before we are done with this rory how you doing brother so if you want to come on and uh talk to me for about five ten, ten minutes let's do it Okay, so in the UK, Father's Day in the UK is based on the US calculation and will be on Sunday. So pretty much the same thing for the second year in a row. Is Father's Day a holiday in Spain? People in Spain do not have to work on Father's Day. It isn't a hub, it isn't a public holiday at the national level anymore. So at one point in time it was a holiday, I'm guessing, from what I'm seeing. So is Father's Day celebrated in Europe? Father's Day is celebrated in Portugal, Spain, Croatia, Italy, and many other European countries on the 19th of March. The second Sunday in November is, is, is observed by several Nordic countries. It is the first Sunday of September for Australia, New Zealand, and other countries. Do the Asians celebrate Father's Day? That's an excellent question. Father's Day is not well known in China. It is not a public holiday in China, but it is celebrated by expats, which, you know, that, that makes sense. It is possible that some Western fathers will be honored by their family, friends, or workmates. But other than that, it's not a thing that's celebrated in China. Go figure. Kind of not really surprised. Okay, so that's Father's Day. So, guys, I got a couple more minutes here for anybody that wants to jump on. Rory. You want to jump on and talk for a little bit here with me? I got one little final spot left before I call this a night. Oh, let's see. Why Father's Day is the most painful holiday of the year. Hmm, that could be an interesting one. Let's take a look at it. So this article states, Father's Day is a holiday to honor dads. It's a day to thank them for everything they've done. Give them a gift card, a spatula for the grill, or a fancy golf club. Huddled around the living room, basking in the wonderful glow of dadness. That's a new one. Or so I've heard anyway. 
so I don't celebrate it because I absolutely 100% hate Father's Day. Now, mind you, this is just an article I'm reading. Uh, let's see. Why does this person hate Father's Day? Uh, let's see. Okay, so this person grew up in a household that was deeply affected affected by abuse and trauma. So they go on to state that Father's Day can create some seriously tumultuous daddy issues. All right, well, that's kind of not the direction we want to go in. So we're going to go ahead and cancel that article out. So I got about five more minutes, guys, if you want to jump in here and talk to me. So let's see. Uh, so we should should we finish it up with some dad jokes? <laughs> Let's take a look at some dad jokes here. 148 dad jokes that are actually funny. <laughs> that one kind of makes me laugh. Okay, so this is best corny dad jokes. Number one, I'm afraid for the calendar. Its days are numbered. <laughs> My wife said I should do lunges to stay in shape. That would be a big step forward. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? In case they get a hole in one. <laughs> Singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it's a soap opera. <laughs> what do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They're both parasites. Get it? Parasites? Parasites? What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? So fish decayed <laughs> All right, are you guys writing down these dad jokes? I hope you are. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? Sophisticated, okay. So we did that one before. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? Hmm. You follow the fresh prints. Are those fresh prints from slapping somebody? <laughs> Makes you wonder. Okay, if April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? Pilgrims. Yeah, these are some super corny dad jokes. But that's what we're finishing up the show with. I thought the dryer was shrinking my clothes. Turns out it was the refrigerator all along. So I guess maybe because the refrigerator is, yeah, cold. I don't know. How does dry skin affect you at work? You don't have any elbow grease to put into it. <laughs> what do you call a factory that makes okay products? A satisfactory. Dear math, grow up and solve your own problems. Boy, isn't that the truth. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. <laughs> uh, Jackie, you not liking my dad jokes down here? Come on, man. Have you heard about the chocolate record player? It sounds pretty sweet. What did the ocean say to the beach? Nothing. It just waved. <laughs> and with that right there, guys, I think that's probably where I'm going to wrap up this last episode that's where i'm going to quit the corny dad jokes those are pretty bad so at any rate guys i want to thank everybody who stopped on you know to vent you know talk about their father's day whatever the case may be you know fathers are so very important in society they're so very important to our children you know we see that every day and we're seeing it more and more how society is going without fathers you know you you got to have fathers in society you know, because it, to be honest, society is going to hell in a handbasket, you know, at an alarming rate. 
So, you know, I truly hope if you're a mother out there that is listening to this and you are one of these mothers that have alienated your children from their father, please stop and think about if the shoes were reversed, how you would feel if the father was alienating you. I'm going to guess you probably wouldn't like it. Well, that's the reality for thousands of fathers every single day across the world. You know, these guys are all good guys. They just want to be in their children's lives. And the truth of the matter is, ladies, you did not get pregnant by yourself. You laid down with that man and the two of you made your child together. You guys need to remember that. It's not just you. Your children are not just your children. These guys deserve to be in their life and your children are the biggest victims of this all because your children didn't get to decide who their parents were. They're just kind of stuck. And so often they're stuck in the middle of this tug of war and it truly, truly screws up children down the road for the long run. So please ladies, I beg of you to stop and think about the actions that you're committing and really take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, why am I doing this? You know, I get it if you, you hate, if you hate your baby daddy, I get it, but you know what? Your hate for your father, your children's father, should not outweigh the love for your children because you are robbing your children by hating on their parent, their father so much and taking their father away from them. So please stop and think about that. Other than that, guys, I wanna thank everybody who stopped by and I know a lot of you guys out there Unfortunately, did not get to spend the day with your children, and I know that's tough. I've been down that road. I've been in the shoes you were in, but I promise you it does not last forever. Please keep your head up and keep fighting one foot in front of the other. It's baby steps, guys. Absolute baby steps. All right, guys. I love you guys all. Happy Father's Day, and I'll be back next week with another episode of The Father's Truth. Take care, everybody. Thank you for joining us and listening to The Father's Truth. If you would like to be a guest or know someone with a story that needs to be heard, email Alan Donovan now at thefatherstruth at SohoMail.com.